0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. Grab some snacks and settle in because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. I am your host, Derek Hoskins, and with me tonight, as always, is my good friend and yours, Mr. Ian Torrance. Ian, you ready to talk about some and or? I, and or what? I love it. I knew it. I want you to make that joke every time we discuss it. I was, I was going to not, but then I thought, yeah, fuck it.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I, I am ready to uh, discuss.
0: There's your explicit tag right there. Well, I wanted to get it out of the way early. It makes makes sense. Uh, For those of you that are uh, not familiar with what we have talked about in the past, if you're new here, uh, we have only talked about the first three episodes of Andor, so we are going to catch up tonight. We are talking about episodes four through ten, probably with a heavy emphasis on ten, because I just finished it before we started recording. And, oh, my God. This show is amazing. Not to bury the lead, uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about the uh, episodes four through episode ten. Uh, this will be a spoiler review of the show. So if you have not seen those episodes, if you are not caught up, please go and watch them. Then come back and uh, and check this out. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and ring the notification bell. And if you are on the podcast format, make sure that you rate and review us on whatever podcatcher you're listening to us on, whatever platform. You are listening to us on, and with all that out of the way, Ian, let's talk about Andor, man. I we we discussed the uh, the slow pacing of the first few episodes, um, something that they have done consistently throughout this show. I want to talk about, kind of break it up between. We'll we'll do like episodes four, five, and six because that felt felt like a little bit of an arc, and then we'll move into uh, the most recent ones here, like with the prison and everything in seven through ten. If that's cool with you. Yes, six. I'm looking up what four, five, yeah. and six was. So about, four, five, so I don't four, four, five, and six. The
1: storylines,
0: right? Four, five, and six is the Aldani storyline where uh, yes, uh, Luthen drops off Cassian at Aldani to make him be a part of their uh, their heist that they're going to do there. Uh, did you have a problem with the pacing of those three issues or episodes? Because I feel like they had a very similar structure to the first three, where it was build up to that sixth episode to the actual heist
1: they they were slow but i thought it was necessary to show that uh i mean what they had three days right right something like that yeah i think three days so was. so they had three days okay now it's already tough enough what they're trying to do and then you throw another guy into the plan which by the way i'm sorry it, it, they're crazy if they thought that was going to work without them
0: there's no way without that he him. would have been able. To, there's Cassian no way they could have. Yeah,
1: he, he. There's no way they would have pulled that off without no, that man. Not, a, not nobody all. even knew how to fly the damn thing.
0: Right. I love. That's one of my. Favorite and they're like, things. "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna figure it out." Yeah, He's we'll figure like, it, are you it are you out. Crazy. Yeah, I love it. He got so mad when he was in there. Like nobody knows how to do this. Seriously, what were you gonna do if I wasn't here? <laughs>
1: like, oh, we're gonna read the manual. We're just gonna look at the switches. He's like, that's not how it works.
0: And it didn't because like, he this. was. It didn't
1: even say like he's like. There's stuff like that you you learn that isn't in the manual,
0: right? Yeah, I love and and she and I can't remember the characters' names. There's a Who lot. where gonna stop and pause in the middle of eyes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's a lot of characters in the show that I can't remember everybody's names. Uh, the 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 woman that was leading the team, uh, her kind of indignation at the idea that he's going to come in and tell her that she's doing something wrong and then also her realization that oh, we probably can't do this without you without you flying this out of there and I love his reasoning he's like if my life is on the line I'm piloting this ship out of here well, that's the thing he's like I'm piloting the ship she's like no
1: you, you've got another job he's like uh no <laughs> if this is going to work and my life is on the line I'm flying the damn ship but she's mm-hmm. just like oh,
0: maybe maybe Clem should fly the ship. Right.
1: <laughs> like it was your idea. Just
0: make it make it seem like it was her idea. She'll go right along with it.
1: And it's just like I don't understand why you wouldn't want him to, though. Like, oh, right. we already have this plan. Your plan was shit. Yeah, your it was plan a terrible was terrible plan. Your plan was, was not was gonna work.
0: Like, they had a plan to get into the building. Yeah, they had a plan to get to the resources they're trying to steal. They had no escape strategy without him there.
1: Oh, they did. Their plan was to take the thing and drive off, and he's like. You know you it's know on that to... it's on the it's thing, on the right? And 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 you have to dis you have to disengage it. And they're like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, this is not going to work." I'm <laughs> I, I'm flying. We're getting there by eleven. I have spoken.
0: <laughs> Kelly Robinson has spoken. <laughs> Kelly Robinson
1: has spoken. So yeah, it was, it was never going to work without him. And uh, I thought it was very necessary for them to um, to take the the three days to plan and to show how unprepared they really were um -hmm. just like he's he's so smart and he catches the little details and i think you know where i'm going with this Mm -hmm. he's like well shouldn't he be on the left side right why why would they switch sides well because he's left handed -handed.
0: yeah he needs to be on the other side okay but
1: why does that matter because you're not gonna fire a blaster from your left side if you're standing on the inside it's gonna be easier for you to and they were like oh shit the suit's got a really good point (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're actually really
0: hard. I'm like, yeah, you all would have been shot immediately. Yeah, they would have been done uh, before the, other thing, the plan even started. The other thing I liked about the them taking their time is I I really enjoyed how the the group of of rebels on on Aldani. Kind of represented all the different viewpoints within the rebellion at this point. So, like you had the Dreamer and nemic which, by the way, was a great character, and I hated what happened to him. But you had the Dreamer, the revolutionary that believed that the that the universe could be better. You I had the guy I that was see that kid, and I feel bad for him. No, you get, you have the guy, you have the uh, the other mercenary there who is basically in in it for the money. You find out, you know, his whole revenge plot was was garbage. And then you have people that are actually out for revenge against the Empire, like the uh, the the Imperial officer that's helping them um, because of what happened to the woman that he fell in love with, the indigenous woman that lived on on Aldani. And uh, and I I really liked that. That's one thing that this show is doing so well, because we'll get into what's going on with uh, with my Mothman Coruscant here in a second. But I love that it is the Mothman. Yes, absolutely. It's a prophecy. (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I love what they're doing with this show because in the original trilogy, it was rebels, good empire, bad, and that you understood why, you you know, they didn't have to go into huge detail. They showed the empire is willing to blow up a planet because they don't like what they're doing. They're clearly the bad guys. What this show has been doing, what some of them have been doing, you know, throughout the last few years is really getting into why they had to rebel, why there was no chance that the empire would ever, be a course of action that the people of the galaxy would be able to live with and it's show it's been showing, it blowing up the planet wasn't it well yeah but you gotta enough. think that was the rebellion had already been established by that point you know they'd already rogue one had already happened you know everything that happened in rebels had already happened uh bad Badge, <laughs> yeah but already gone through but my point i guess is, my
1: point is the fact that they're willing to blow up a planet i really don't think you need much foreshadowing there like you got to. Like you gotta know in your heart of hearts that these people are bad and they're doing all this stuff. But yeah, I agree with you. Uh, the way they set up this show to uh, to show just how evil the empire is—hanging mm-hmm. people in the streets, yeah, for what?
0: For absolutely nothing.
1: For for little to nothing, mm-hmm. and the, uh, hey, no shame, getting... no remorse.
0: And whatsoever. you know, skipping ahead to what happens to Cassian at the end of episode 7, he literally was a tourist. He happened to be walking in the same direction as somebody so else. That was so
1: funny. I thought he that just, was so
0: funny. I laughed so hard. He was just, I'm just, I'm a
1: tourist. I'm I'm. I'm just because a tourist. He, he, yeah, he was literally just going to that shop. That's yeah. all he was trying to do. I'm feet and away. Didn't I'm even right know, there. I'm just right there. I just want yep. to go right there. I'm just trying to get these boots back to my house <laughs> so that I and can And you're making them. it and you're making it really difficult, so my point to that is he just wants to go to that shop. They weren't even looking for him. They I have no idea they had who no he idea. Was. They couldn't catch him, and this guy this this Taurus, who's like, "Dude, I'm literally just i'm I'm staying right up here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was in the shower. I just thought I'd come up and grab some stuff." Uh, nope, nope. you're with these people trying to sneak in. He's like, I'm not. I didn't even come from over there. I'm going to that <laughs> shop. Why would I have walked right up here if I was mm-hmm. trying to sneak in and do anything? And the whole like um, where he said, hang, hang, him, uh, hang him here. Like, hang. Like, Tell him you meant to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him you meant to watch. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. It was just really funny. I thought it funny. was so ironic that uh, that a guy who actually wasn't committing a crime and doing anything got arrested for something that he wasn't doing versus the fact that he didn't get arrested for what he was actually being sought mm-hmm. out for. Right. Because they had no idea who he was because all of his credentials say he's a completely different person mm-hmm. and nobody knows the des- actual description of Cassian and Andor. So right. they're just like, Oh, it's this guy. And she takes his little, uh, his little floppy disk card <laughs> slides it and says, you know, he gets like, how long did he get? 20 years or six, whatever? Six,
0: it, it was nor- it used to be a six-month sentence. Now it's six years. So six it started years, at yeah. six years.
1: And he's just like, I'm a tourist! I'm a tourist! I'm a tourist! I really tourist. wasn't doing anything. <laughs> he was so baffled. Like, I cannot believe that I got together with this group mm-hmm. that I... Robbed, yeah, pulled off the, the heist. They pulled it uh, off from the what was the garrison, yeah, pulled off the it? heist of the garrison at the garrison and murdered a lot of people. Away. Got away, Let's Scott. Call Frank. it what it is. Nobody cared about that. They're just like, Oh, yeah, you were sneaking into this beach, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't know such of the sort. I used but, uh, your yeah, money
0: that I stole
1: exactly so let's let's get into that uh the guy that you were talking about um who made up the revenge plot whose name yeah. i can't remember i can't um either. but uh the whole like them being a, it's weird because i had high hopes for that dude i did because too. when the oh when the kid got crushed by that oh, thing i was like oh no way heart. he's getting out of that yeah that broke my heart broke it broke, broke his, his ribs. Too. yeah
0: broke his heart <laughs> Woo.
1: So, uh, so I. But when he was like, "No, we got to go to this planet. We got to go see this doctor. We we can't leave this kid." And when Cassian was like, "Yeah, how, how far? How far away is the doctor? Because this kid just saved Cass Cass's life." Yeah, he did. Right, saved all. So them. he's like, "Yeah." And 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 the reason that they got out of that was because of him. Mm-hmm. So I thought I had high hopes for everybody. Hair on my tongue. So, uh, <laughs> hairball. <laughs> <laughs> so then like when he's outside with uh with uh who he thinks is clem yeah he has this conversation about you know we could just take it and split it in half me and you right now let's just take it and i'm like what that's kind of weird that he, mm-hmm. he's just like oh what about their brother i know it's a terrible impression and he's like oh i don't have a brother <laughs> I'm like what the fuck man you piece <laughs> of
0: garbage he is, he, especially because that I thought you were going to be really gives, cool. Yeah. The he, you know, the, the axe forgets, but the tree remembers such a great line to the yeah. point where it's the name of the episode. It's the title of the episode. The axe forgets. It's a great line. Is that the line?
1: I don't remember what it sounds like. I only know the noise it makes when it lies.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was really disappointed in him, but I do like that they are keeping Cassian as somebody who might not like to do it, but he will murder you if he needs to. Yeah. They are. They have no. He's not pro- he no to do that. Yeah, he has killed so many people already in this in this season.
1: Can, can we talk about listen? Can we talk about what's? I I know I know there's this big mystery with around him. I got one question. Fuck's going on with his
0: hair? I love the weird wig. Yeah, like seriously, the, it's the, unnecessary. Yeah, I think it is. In all honesty, just because it's that. His face is exactly the same. His face is I don't think that it's to, to portray I don't think it's to hide who he is. I think that the the character that he puts on would have hair like that. You okay. cuz he's got he's got the rings, he's the whole got the facade. very nice role. Yeah, I think that the idea that this very opulent art, you know, uh antiquities dealer would have a nicely coiffed head of hair. The, and, and I loved the, the scene where he's on his ship and he's flying into Coruscant and he goes into his hidden compartment and he puts on the wig, he puts on the robe, and then he mimics the moves in the mirror like he's getting back into that character. I, I think that he is the most, him and Mom Mothma, even though I'm loving all the action, I'm loving everything with Cassian, I'm so intrigued by what is going on with him and Mom Mothma right now. Uh, because, A, I love Mom Mothma as a character. I think it's great what Disney has been doing with her. They've been, because uh, in Rebels, they kind of, they show the moment when she officially leaves the, the Empire, where she declares that she's a part of the Rebellion, where the Rebel Alliance becomes a thing. And so I'm loving the build to that, to see all of her behind-the-scenes dealings and how she's not really happy with the way that well, Luthan her... is going about it.
1: And her family is awful. Her husband's
0: awful. I was so, so surprised. Daughter. I was so surprised she had a daughter. There's never been mention of her husband or daughter that I know of. Now I haven't read really? every single I've never re- I haven't read every single book, but I've read quite a few and I've watched all of the shows and everything. This is the first time and I have a uh I have a sneaking suspicion and I don't think it's much of a suspicion because I think they're clearly leaning towards this that her her husband and her daughter are going to completely disavow her. And they're going to just write her off as if she never I existed. Can see it. I feel like they already have. I think they have. And I like that they have been kind of playing that up, saying, well, this is the Chandrillon way where they have arranged marriages and all of this. So it makes sense that her husband's a douche, but man, her daughter sucks. Like your mother is trying her best. Even if you don't know that she's a part of like this burgeoning rebellion, her entire goal is to make life more bearable for the people of the empire. That's her whole public goal is that she's very charitable she's doing everything she can to use her privilege and her wealth to make sure that other people have a better life and her daughter is a spoiled brat that throws it back in her face every chance she gets i hate her daughter yeah.
1: I'm, I'm saying i agree i know we're kind of like jumping around like that's yeah, okay forth between the story arcs and the storylines and everything and the such is. but uh i i agree man like her family is just obnoxious to me her her husband could not give two scores of piss about anything going on in her life what is his own life doesn't even know
0: the driver's name that's been driving them for like a decade that's the pompousness and arrogance
1: and uh narcissism of 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 a man though like especially a man of power like that right he's he's definitely playing into the character of the the whole like obnoxious egotistical smug fucking asshole and like him throwing that whole party and not telling her, and she's just yeah. like, What we're doing, what
0: why? Yeah, and and not only not only throwing the party, inviting her political rivals that he knows for a fact are going to cause problems for her. Yeah, just the just they're very and she presence. even brings
1: it up. She's like, Why would you do that? That's going to be so terrible for me. Yeah. He's just like, Oh, sorry, did you not get the memo? I'm a douchebag.
0: Yeah, I know, it's horrible. I hate that guy.
1: Oh, by the way, our daughter, uh, she's not going to do a word uh, thing that you tell her, so. Just so you know, just a warning.
0: Yeah, it it bums me she's, out.
1: She's a little asshole. She, she gets is. that from me.
0: She she does. She does. She's just like her father. But yeah, I I'm loving their story and I love their uh their interaction. I think it's an episode seven or maybe yeah, it's an episode seven because everything the heist was a success and she comes into Luthen's shop to to confront him about the fact that he went through with this heist on Aldani when she didn't want him to do it. And I think that that was really well done because, again, I I know you haven't seen uh, rebels and they deal a lot with this about how like with Saw partisans, which, you know, we saw him in this this series and um, and the rebel alliance and how there's still like a a, a shift between them or a rift between them. I like the idea that as this rebellion is growing they aren't going to all agree on how to do it. They're not going to all agree on what's the best course of action. There are going to be extremists like Saw Gerrera. There are going to be people that think that you can be a pacifist and get this done like Mon Mothma. Mm. And I think it is really interesting. That's why I like Luthen so much so far, especially like his, his little monologue at the end of episode 10 was excellent. God's telling Skarsgård is the best actor in Star Wars. Just bar none. Uh, He's he's excellent.
1: uh, where he just showed up on that dude's comms, and then he just like was just peering yeah. on that little walkway with his with cape, a cape, cape blowing in the breeze. <laughs> I'm not done with you yet.
0: I heard you had a daughter. It's like, oh man, don't you're gonna. I thought he was gonna kill him. I thought he was too. I really thought he was gonna kill was too.
1: him. I wish his I wish his wig would have flown
0: off. <laughs> Fuck. <Fire. laughs> I need that.
1: <laughs> Just snatching out a rug. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the fact that a uh, casket gets, gets uh, arrested and thrown into what I believe is quite possibly the cleanest prison <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: Yeah. At
1: first, I thought if I ever go to jail, that's where I want
0: to go. And then you saw why they had their you shoes
1: wear, off. You he you, you wear. You wear a suit, well, not like a three-piece suit, but you wear this this outfit that stays clean. Mm-hmm. You're in a building that's so clean. You got your own little area that you sleep in. All the food
0: and water you could ever want. All watch. the food
1: and water that you want. Like I was just like, that's prison? Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't go there on purpose. Because there are people that live...
0: Uh, Much worse than that. Can-
1: the cantina to cantina. It just... You know, just living this dirty, grungy life and just hanging out in these, you know, low level like bars. I'm gonna get arrested on purpose. I'd love to go here. And then when you find out like what's going on, you're like, mm-hmm. hmm. I get. But I guess at the same time, yeah, you're never gonna get out. But at the same time, it's just like, oh, was I really have much of a life to begin with when I was out there.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I was very surprised by Andy Circus. I was too. I didn't. I had forgotten that he was going to be in it, especially because. Yeah. It's always weird when, and, and I won't say it's weird because this happens all the time. Anthony Daniels has played multiple characters. Um, uh, uh, oh gosh, Ahmed Best, who played Jar Jar Banks has played multiple characters. They like to let characters that have been voiceover or like motion capture artists have a chance to be in live action and actually show their face. So I wasn't surprised by that. But man, Andy Circus mm-hmm. just, he commands a scene. He is such a better actor than he gets credit for. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> like when he finally when he finally in that last in that this last episode when he finally just said screw it I'm going to get onto these comms and actually lead these people the look on his face is like yeah I would probably follow this dude like he that's a leader he he yeah. had that look on his face and it was yeah I, I
1: loved his and that's character what, yeah and that's what Castle's telling me he's like get on there and do this he's like you're their supervisor you're their it captain. has to be you it has to be you get on there and say something he's just like oh yeah well, we're gonna he hey, pussy puss puts around thing. it for a little while, he's, uh, and he's, he's like, "That's up. the best you got." No, like, you got." <laughs> Come on, Come on. And he's like, "You know what? Fuck you. All right, here's what I got."
0: <laughs> and then, and it, was, it was a good
1: speech. Yeah, that was very disappointing. I was like, "Come on, now!" There's eight thousand people. I know. I yelled. At Nobody this... offered. I was to... watching
0: it out here in my garage. I was looking up at that screen right there beside me, and I literally went. Out of all of those people, not one would help shepherd you to the shore. Not you couldn't hold on to one guy's back to make sure you don't drown. Jump in the water. What are you doing? Literally yell it with your whole chest. I can't swim. Somebody get me when I get to the bottom. Oh, okay. Well, jump here with me
1: and I will bring you afloat, and then we'll pass you to the next guy. Right. And we'll just keep passing you along until we get to the shore. It's really not that far. You can actually see it from here. You can just jump right out of there. I'm sorry, you gave this whole speech and didn't know we were going to jump off into the water. <laughs> oh, I actually thought maybe there was a boat down there or something.
0: <laughs> maybe there was a plane. I I didn't think this through.
1: So I that, did. That, I did that part that bothered moment.
0: me. I I didn't like the. I didn't like that he couldn't swim and that it's ambiguous <laughs> of whether he jumped in. Is that-
1: water <laughs> but i
0: will say i did like i the can't even moment. paddle i'll say i did like the moment of realization on his face where he's like i'm free and i can't go like i hated the idea of it but i love the acting on andy circus's face when he looked out and he looked at he looked at cassie and he just go, I, I can't swim it was like he was reserved to not go which i don't like that he was reserved to not go because he should have just jumped in i don't know why he
1: didn't him. get thrown in cassie like cassian
0: did even push in
1: yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, what did you say? He's like, I can't swim. He's like, Oh, fuck, well, we can probably walk up. Wait, up, wait, up, wait, up. <laughs> <I just can't. laughs> come on, you of all people standing here, we have to shove you in.
0: <laughs> I, I can't hear a damn thing. <laughs> I said, I can't swim. So, we've talked about mom Mothma, we've talked about Luthen, we have talked about Cass as, a lot. So weird. I've, every time I say Cass or Cassian, like, because I I it's your those, son's name. Yeah, those of you that don't know, my youngest son's name is Cassian. Yes, he is named after Cassian, andor um, I am that big of a Star Wars fan. Um, and so every time that I say Cass or Cassian, it really messes with my mind because I think I'm talking about my kid. But anyway, uh, so we've talked about them. I want to mention the ISB officers because we haven't brought them up yet. We didn't really talk about them in episodes one through three.
1: I do have a beef with a certain somebody, though.
0: I bet you have a beef with the same person that I do. Why is this cereal eating nope. Ichabod Crane looking dude still <laughs> yes! in this? Yes,
1: yes. He's what is he doing?
0: What is he doing?
1: What's his purpose? What's what Norman Bates doing over here? I don't with Mrs. Good. I I I got promoted today, mother.
0: And his mom is Mrs. Fig. I can only see her as Mrs. Fig from Harry Potter. <laughs> that's all I can see. Don't put your wand away, boy. They may come back. oh but yeah she's the worst Uh, (laughs) and he's worthless why is he still and why is this isb officer uh this woman who has been very driven and and shown herself to be very capable and intelligent why is she dealing with this man she should have literally been like look you're gonna tell me everything that you know because i'm the empire And then you're going to shut up and go back to work and not talk about it anymore. Why is she involving this guy at all? I don't know. And I guess she thought, like, I'll just do this. I'll use him like I do
1: everybody else and toss him to the side. And he won't think anything of it. And then he shows up outside of her work like a real creep. (laughs) Like, I knew you were going to work here today. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you out here? I just wanted to talk to you.
0: I saw a great meme okay. of him staring at her in that hallway and it was just like, I love you, and she just stared. <laughs> no response. <laughs> just like, I just I just wanted to tell you something. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's awful. I I don't Yeah, like don't ever
1: show up here again. Ever. Leave yeah. me alone.
0: I kind of got be- I kind of got behind his character in those first three episodes because I thought he was an interesting character of somebody yeah. was really overzealous, but and not now really he competent. and now he's and now he's, he's the guy here. That-
1: now he's the guy that
0: eats cereal off the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and his mom was like, "I feed you every day." It's like, "You feed him like frosted Fl- not flakes, not even corn jags. It's like corn flakes. It's not even it's not even a good cereal. That's uh That's like the oats, like plain Cheerios, not even honey. Just plain Cheerios. And she's like, "You never come
1: to visit me." And he's like, "I literally had an extra room where I was living and you never came there." Yeah. Like, but did you invite her? Like, I wouldn't have invited point. her. Well, even like when he first shows up there and she sees him, she's like, oh, smacks him and then gives him a hug. (laughs) I mean, I know that's how your wife greets you every day that you come home. It's true. Yeah, he's he's, he's awkward. He's awkward to me. (laughs) Yeah, I I got no problems with that, but it's just like, he serves no purpose at this point. Like, I'm just... and, and and talk about the fucking ungratefulness of the fact that he's hunting this guy he thinks is a cold-blooded killer. And this guy just ties him up and lets him go. Mm-hmm. And now he's just like, he's a murderer. Mm-hmm. He's this. I have to catch this guy. You had your chance. You failed. And that was with a fucking army behind you. Yeah. did he let you go. Ass, back to the back of the line. Hey, he's a
0: he seems way, like a gimp. He seems like he could play Leatherboy in the MCU. I, I you know? He's a shoe-in. <laughs> you said shoe-in. <laughs> but anyway, you you were going to say that there was a character or something that was bothering you. It wasn't him. What no, was it's it? him. It was it, him. Was it wasn't him. <laughs>
1: i thought you were gonna say it was the it was the woman the overzealous woman that no i actually really like her i i'm
0: enjoying her character
1: i i feel like the problem with this show is they want you to believe that one person one officer is going to be in charge and have this power and they're going to be the big bad villain and then like they shift from cyril (laughs) cyril who loves cyril (laughs) <laughs> to the other guy, the black guy whose name I can't remember. but I can't he's either. In the one that was one
0: section, right? The one that she, that the two, the two ISB officers that were kind of fighting with each other. Yeah, and I can't so, remember. I can't remember think, either like, their names actually. I'll oh shit!
1: Okay, so so he's taking charge, and he's going to be somebody, and then she's like ratting him out for something was like actually you know i've done this and Mm -hmm. i have i've been here less time and i have less sectors than you and i've been doing more and blah 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 and it's like okay well she's right and then the ship focuses to her i'm like can we just pick an officer and run with it who's who's gonna be the (laughs) dickhead
0: the rest of the season you know i think that i I actually like that they're doing that because i think that one of the things that the empire keeps you guessing what does it keep you guessing well, it does. But one thing that, that they've shown in the Empire, even in early on in, in the series, not just and or early on in Star Wars, is that everybody is so ambitious in the Empire and always trying to get ahead and willing to backstab anyone. There's no loyalty in the Empire. There's no camaraderie. There's no family. It is. There's the Empire. You do what you can in service of the Empire. If they're not pulling their weight, screw them. I'll do it. I'll go over here. I'll get a better station for myself and so i actually like that they're doing that plus it gave them an opportunity i love they're using the isb which is the you know for anybody anybody not really a casual star wars fan not saying that as a as a gripe or a, a negative in any way uh it's the imperial um imperial security bureau is the isb that is their cia basically their fbi um and it's run by a man named wolf yalarin that's the guy with the big mustache who showed up in a couple of episodes and he is kind of the bad guy of the show, even though he hasn't been shown a lot. Uh, people that know Star Wars know he's actually been around since the very first movie. He was in the the board meeting where Vader choked the the officer. Um, so he he is kind of the bad guy of the show, even though they haven't shown him a lot he's uh he is an imperial purist. he absolutely believes in the empire. he's not he, he's a douche. screw that guy. Because <laughs> he, the reason I say screw that guy is because I know Ian hasn't seen Clone Wars. Yeah, he was a commander on on one of the Venator Star Destroyers in the Clone Wars for the Republic, and so he fought for the Republic. And when the Republic became the Empire, he wholeheartedly went along with the Empire. He he threw his hat in completely. And so screw that guy. Anybody that can see the Republic change from a democracy to a dictatorship and just throw your hat in the ring, screw you. You suck. <laughs> Sorry, I know I went on a on a tangent there, but I'm no, really, you're I'm, fine. I'm really liking everything that they're doing with the ISB. I think that they I'm glad they're focusing on them because they are a they're an entity inside the Empire that when we usually only see sparingly. And so I'm glad they're kind of the focus of the the antagonists of the show. Um but yeah, I'm I can't gush enough about how much I like this show, man. And I'm glad that you're enjoying it too. I loved episode ten. I think it's it's, the best it's definitely one the getting
1: so far better and more interesting to me. And uh the whole prison break thing. Uh I was a little confused at first, um, how the sectors were working, how they were right. He was over there like, like giving the hand signals to, to communicate with the other side. Mm-hmm. Um but when you find out um, what's what's happening in the other sector and, mm-hmm. and why it was shut down and all that uh, and and the realization of. You're not really working off ships, right? Like that's not your actual sentence. You're not getting out of here. Mm-hmm. They're just going to move you to another section.
0: Yep. When you that's- get old enough and you can't work anymore, you're going to go someplace where you're going to die. You're never getting out. You're always going to be here.
1: And the fact that yeah, like I said, it was just another section they sent you to, and they're like, "Yeah, this person's being released," and they put you on the other side Mm -hmm. of where you work, so people don't see that. And then I'm assuming
0: what had happened was like they accidentally assigned that person back to that section. That's what it's. I think that's what they said. It was a little confusing of what happened, but it was that for some the the new person coming into that shift or into that sector was recognized. And because of that, they killed everyone for the simple fact that they didn't want that to get out. Yeah, and that's diabolical. Yeah, like that. The way they killed them. Yeah, man, the dude that the guy that died on the floor in the in the cell block. Yeah, it was brutal. And the fact that they were so desensitized that the only things they said were "We're going to be smelling him all night," and at least you guys aren't the one that are going to be down a man on your shift tomorrow. They didn't care about the fact that somebody had just died. They only cared about the fact that their day was going to be harder and they were going to have to literally smell this man frying on an electric floor all night long because they knew they weren't going to come clear him out that night.
1: Yeah, but the whole like denial of Andy Serkis' character because he believed, like, I've only got this many ships mm-hmm. left and then I'm leaving and all I got to do is just get through and I'm not going to let you guys mess that up for me. Mm-hmm. And then when, uh, what's his name, the old man, Olaf.
0: Yeah. I think was it, it was Olaf or Ulof, uh, it was a U name. Gosh, what it was, was it?
1: Ula Ula something. So, yeah. U, I think it was Olaf. I think you're right. We're going to go with it. If, if we if we yeah, if we're wrong, we're sorry. But uh not to be confused with Olaf, but when he when he goes down <laughs> he did like one cuz he did. <laughs> he uh he goes down uh because he's just too old and I think they said he had a massive stroke. Mhm. I felt so bad for that guy before that because he was trying so hard to keep up with those young guys moving yep. that machine and stuff. I can around. do it.
0: I can do it. I don't need your help. I can do this. And
1: was, yeah. And then, and then when uh, he started to go down and they formed around him and tried to like push him up against the thing to keep him up, mm-hmm. I, I was just like, oh man, he's not going to make it, is he? Yeah. And he is like 127,000 years old. And I get that. But, it was just really sad to me. And then, and mm-hmm. then when Andy Circus finally comes to realization, wait, they did what? Mm-hmm. We're not really getting out of here. There are no more than 12 guards. per.
0: That <laughs> like he immediately that, was, in. that, that and I loved it, was great. I love because that's the last line of the episode how many guards on every level. And he just there's a beat and he just says, no more than 12. Cut to credits, perfect ending of an episode.
1: Yeah. And it Excellent. just and and and, and it was it was one sentence, one phrase, and mm-hmm. I, to me, it was the loudest thing he had he had said. Mm-hmm. That it his it, like that it was his his best dialogue, his uh, his most dude. It just it spoke volumes to me because you couldn't get him to talk before. Yep. He's just like go to bed, I'm not talking to you about it. Yep,
0: said, they're not I don't listening. To
1: hear about it, they're not listening. He's like, I don't care. I'm not talking about it. Fuck off. I'm going to bed. Yep, and I turned his little nightlight thing off. Like I'm going to bed. I don't care. And uh okay, so now that we're here, how many? Yeah, I'm not. Shut up! I don't want to talk mm-hmm. about that. Go away. Okay, now how many? No more than
0: twelve. Yep. I feel like that's one thing this show has done so well the the little lines. Like I said, w- like we talked about earlier, the the axe forgets, but the tree remembers. Was yeah. great in that third episode. My favorite line of those first three episodes was "That's the sound of a reckoning," which was incredible. Yeah. And then that, like I said, just even. The, even though that out of context, the line, no more, never more than 12 is nothing. But when you, when you understand everything that had come before all the time that Cassian had been trying to talk him into helping and his, his denial of it, no, he's not going to do it. Like you said, it it just made it so powerful. So good God, man, I'm loving this show. I cannot wait to see where it ends. And I'm so excited that we don't have to guess at whether or not this is going to get a second season that that is one of the things that makes me so incredibly happy. Um, I do hope that next week we find out that uh, that Andy Circus's character did get off of that prison and did get away. But I have a really, really bad feeling we're going to see him come to an like we will see him one more time, and it's him dead or about to be killed, being tortured, something like that, and that's going to break me. So I hope not.
1: Yeah, um, it's it's just it's crazy to think that this show has been divided like into sections though. Like Mm -hmm. there was one plot going on where he kills the guards. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's this whole thing going on with that. And then it shifts to this whole plot where he's helping rob the garrison. And then there's Mm -hmm. this shift to the whole plot where he's trying to uh, break out of this prison. And, and each, each plot is, is just as important because it just shows that, um, First of all, his character development. Second mm-hmm. of all, how bad the Empire really is with the whole fact that they arrested him and gave him six years when it was only a, supposed to be a six-month thing, even though he shouldn't have been right. arrested for Should've that arrested crime, crime the in the, the first place. Not for that crime, at least. And, <laughs> it's a good uh, thing they didn't
0: arrest him for the heist. They would have just Yeah, him, so just imagine.
1: <laughs> yeah, imagine. And right there on the street, too. But yep. imagine how bad that would have been. And the fact that, uh, that uh, he got... He, he should have got six months for that, but he got six years. The mm-hmm. hanging, the the torturing of of uh Bix Bix. Yeah, is it Binks or
0: Biggs? No, it's Bix. Because okay. I remember the first time I heard about the Biggs. Biggs was a pilot in episode four. No way. And then it was like, no, it's Biggs. So yeah, it is Biggs. And
1: Biggs, that's
0: that's Jackery
1: Bings from. <laughs> or, I was thinking Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> oh, that. Oh, that's true too. Um, <laughs> Zachary so- Bix, where have you been? where have you been <laughs> been waiting ten thousand years for a version again that wasn't that wasn't the line um so yeah like i said uh the fact that they're breaking this into sections and there's subplots going on with Luthen and, and with bix and uh, whatever that fucking device is they put on bix's head seems yeah i know terrible it so, does so, seem awful. uh yeah i'm interested to see what the last two episodes hold of the show and uh and I also am interested to hear Wells's take on this because he's very pro. He's pro
0: empire. Empire. I don't understand how. No, I don't. I don't see how anybody could be pro empire. But I am curious to see what he has to say. Is he going to be there when we we're going to after we are done recording this? We're going to watch Wakanda forever. Is he going to be there as well? We can I, get his take. I feel like he did say he was off. I don't know. We'll find out. But either way, uh, what did you guys think about Andor episodes 1 through 10 now that we're all caught up? Uh, What are you thinking about what is going to happen going forward? Let us know. Comment uh, in the comment section on YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast, you can go to paperweightentertainment.com and uh, send us an email. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what uh, your predictions are going forward. Or you can hit us up on any of the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And uh, and let us know what, what you think is going to happen. Ian, I'm excited. I'm glad we're caught up. We actually have a weekly thing to do now for the next two weeks. And yeah. then we'll uh, yeah. we'll have a whole calendar of events after that. I promise we will. But, yeah, with all that out of the way, man, I uh, I can't wait for more. And um, I got nothing else to say. Anything else you want to say I, before we wrap up?
1: I've, I'm very interested to see where they're going to go with these last two. Uh, I'm very interested to see what some of the characters are going to do. Uh, Luthan, you mentioned before, is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Still don't know how to read him because even though he claims to be fighting to rebel against the Empire, I just don't trust that dude. There's something off about
0: that well, man. And nobody trusts him. Like We didn't talk about this. He went and saw Saw Gerrera, And when, when Mom Mothma was talking to him, he thought, okay, well, is he a partisan? Is he one of the people like Saw that wants to be more militaristic? But then he went and saw Saw and Saw Gerrera didn't look like he trusted him either when he was yeah. talking with him. So I don't know what's what this guy's deal is, but he is the most intriguing character in the show for me.
1: Yeah. And 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 the whole like pretending to be two different people thing. Mm-hmm. Like the, you're doing that for a reason. Right. And you know, I'm I'm interested to see as to why. Cause like I said, I, I feel like he he has more motive behind what he's he's saying. Right. Because it, just like uh, when uh, when the senator came to see him the first time, there was this there was this tone to where you believe that they were finding the same cause. But remember when she went back to see him the second mm-hmm. time and she was like, people are going to die. So many people are going to suffer. And he just did not seem like he cared. And
0: he care. Well, and he even made that, the point of they're already suffering.
1: Yeah, and it's just like dude, the whole point of you like starting this rebellion is supposed to be an uprising, right? Yeah, to
0: end it's the supposed, suffering. It's of the supposed
1: to end the suffering and it's supposed to give people hope, a new hope if you will. Mm. And uh I just don't feel like he's doing that. He's one of those those classic villains that um in my opinion the how they uh give the big speech about how they're trying to change the world Mm -hmm. for the better and do this. And can't you see, I'm just trying to help you like that type of villain. And it's just like, you're just as bad as the people who admit that they're trying to pillage and plunder. Like you're just, Mm -hmm. you're just as bad as those people, just because you say you're doing it for a better cause and doing the same dirty shit. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean anything. So I don't trust him. I'm not sure. And still in stars, by the way, is killing it yeah he's amazing as this character um so yeah i'm very interested to see see where where this is gonna go with him uh very interested to see if we're gonna have to see that sniveling little ichabod cyril again because like he should be done we don't need he
0: should be but i guarantee you we'll see him again but but
1: he's 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 hanging he's looming around Mm -hmm. for a reason and he's leering he's leering in the (laughs) shadows (laughs) with his little long skeleton figure guy a skeleton man <laughs> he's Gabe Lewis, that's he exactly Gabe he Lewis. Uh, I did Gabe Lewis he didn't catch until just happy now. birthday he to is, Gabe get out of here skeleton man <laughs> so yeah um, he's Gabe Lewis and I think that's why uh, I think he's so annoying but I, I'm uh, I'm very intrigued to see how all these are going to come together and uh, I do feel for Bix I, I understand like after that torture why she had to give up Cass right she just had to and yeah there was no way she wasn't that. going to yeah so uh yeah i'm 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 interested to see what the last two episodes go man and uh it it started off a little little slow and dicey for me but I'm, I'm 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 liking the show a lot now
0: good i'm glad you're liking it uh hope that you guys are all liking it i've already done all the outro things don't forget to check out the silver screen scoundrels review of black panther wakanda forever which will be dropping on wednesday of next week so I can't wait to uh, to review that because I will be on that episode with you guys. You won't be able to keep me away from it because I'm looking forward to it. So, we're going to go watch that movie right now. I hope that we you are. Enjoy. I, we hope are. That, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, again, for Ian, I've been Derek. This has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, and we will see you next time.
1: Yeah.